Family Matters Fantasy Football Podcast with your league commissioners, David, Jonathan, and Stewart. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Jonathan. We've got David. We've got Stuart. We're doing this virtually. It's a Thursday night. Seattle and Arizona are underway, so we're, we're watching that live as we broadcast. How are you guys doing tonight? I've been better. <laughs> I'm doing great right now. It's not, been, it's not been a great week for the Poo Poo Smith Dumpsters. This is generally why I don't like to, to record these while the Thursday night game is going on, because we're already emotionally... Like, if you have a guy going, you're already emotionally invested in the week, and it greatly skews your mood before we get into the podcast. Yeah, you know, it's not so much that as uh, what what I discovered this morning. Oh, are we just jumping right into that, or we can? Well, I'm just, I'm just sharing no, my mood. No, 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 let's wait to talk about this. Let's <laughs> wait till the end of the show. Yeah, I'm just sharing my mood. That's all. I just said I'm in a bad mood, so... Uh, and it's not because Kyler Murray only has 2.9 points. It's uh, for for something I discovered this morning when I went to uh, look at the standings. Yeah, we can we can talk about it later though. I don't care. Well, okay. Well, speaking of the Cardinals, uh, what do you think of that crazy finish last week against the Bills? Gosh, the best finish of the year for sure. It was. Uh, it was awesome, not only because I had Kyler, but because, uh, man, that's just that's an awesome way to win a game. Yeah. And Hopkins is just a, a monster, man. He's so good. I got to watch. I, I was able to watch the whole thing live, and I was watching it um, kind of at our Bible study, like Friendsgiving gathering. And uh, it was kind of all in the background, but me and one of the one of the guy's sons was watching it with me, and we're... We we're talking about how, like, yeah, this is probably. I mean, it was a great throw to Diggs right before on that drive before. It's like this game's probably over. Although they had a couple timeouts, but then you saw how they kind of used them up early. It it just was not looking like the Cardinals were going to be able to pull this out. Everything was low probability by the time they had their last play. And you, but you, but when he started moving out to his left, I was like, he's got enough time to throw this ball. And I was like, a hundred percent is going to Hopkins. I did not expect to have three people on Hopkins though, and for him to come down with yeah. that ball, that was that was wide receiving and quarterbacking at its finest. Like you could not have put the ball anywhere else. He could not have high pointed the ball any better. I mean, what do you do on defense? What? Right. Yeah, yeah, I was I wasn't watching live, but I know Jonathan was in the room watching live, and I saw Jonathan's face. He, like, stands up from the couch, and he just has this, like, shocked look, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and I walked in, and I saw the replay, and what I first saw is I didn't even see the throw. I just saw the zoomed-in version of, of Hopkins, and as he's jumping, you see the Michael Jordan logo on his gloves, and I'm just like, oh, this is so fitting because he's jumping <laughs> way higher than everybody, and then he catches it. And then I yeah. Was, that's amazing. They need a little uh, R. Kelly in the background. I believe I can fly. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect. I mean, what do you think? I mean, 99 times out of 100, that play is not completed, right? I mean, that was... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's almost any Hail Mary, right? The odds of Hail Marys are not very good. But especially that one, and with 
I mean, he was rushed out of the pocket, rolling to his right, go, falling out of bounds. Being, I don't know if he was being hit, but he was being chased. So, yeah, yeah. it was it was a perfect throw, perfect catch, and just I was telling David right after I was like, I was I wonder what the probability, the win probability looked like. Just it probably David said it might look like a heartbeat, <laughs> just from one end of the spectrum to the other. Uh, it, it was just so unlikely. You, normally, I mean, you just kind of watch those kind of play out, and maybe you hope for some junk yardage or something. But that was that was perfect. Yeah, yeah. They should probably run that play like right now, like in the actual this actual game. No, no, no. Hopkins, Hopkins <laughs> just needs to keep doing nothing. That'd be great. I mean, it's amazing that the the odds of that play happening, and Stewart needed every single point in his matchup just to win it. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. <laughs> you know, you say you want to hold off on this, and then you keep poking at it, so I don't know. I know. He's doing that on purpose. <laughs> I know he wants purpose. to talk about it so bad, so I just want to wait, make him wait as long as possible. <laughs> While only reminding him throughout the course of the show. Yeah. Dude, why don't we talk about it? I, Let, I know yeah, let's just, let's just air it out. And... Who did you find out? So share share your experience, Stuart. What what did what happened today? Uh, I went. I don't even know exactly what I was doing. I just went this morning, uh, and looked at the standings, and I saw Joey's first, and I saw that he had a. Uh, <laughs> I saw he had a one like six three and one, and I was like. And because I had spent a lot of time last week looking at everyone's records and I did all of that stuff on head to head matchups and stuff like that. And so I was pretty familiar and I was like, we have not had a tie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, when, when did he tie? And then I was like, oh crap, he played me last week. And so <laughs> I went and looked and I had a tie and I was like, shut up. So then I went and looked at stat corrections and the only one that, uh, related to us was Malcolm Jenkins, who was on my team, who had a, a, a point, t- a tackle taken away, I guess. And I was like, okay, well, there's one point, but I was up two. But then I was like, man, I have no way to prove that I was up two. <laughs> so I'm like, well, no, no one will believe me that I was up two. So this is, I don't know what to do. And so uh, anyway, Joey confirmed that I was up two. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really help because uh, Jonathan found the uh, culprit where the other point came from. Yeah, sucks. Yeah, it's uh, it's happened to me. I was telling David before you jumped on here. It's happened to me before where you lose a bonus point from the fifth or tenth tackle, whatever it is, uh, and you're kind of wondering, wait, how did I lose two points or a point and a half? And, uh, hey, I, I'll say this. At least you had the ability to track this down. What I don't like is when they make the stat corrections, like, kind of during the game or right before the game ends, and you're kind of wondering what happened, and it's hard to track that. At least you were able to look back and say, oh, they took away a tackle from Malcolm Jenkins. That was, like, I can trace this back. I've had it happen where I just lose a point, and I'm like, what? what? Where? And there's no record of it. They just happen to change it while the game was going on, so they don't have to post it as a stat correction. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that helps you. I'm sure that really makes that eases the pain for you. 
but, it makes it so much better. Yeah, it, it really is. It, well, you know, it's funny. I made the joke about it being the Hail Mary. The other improbable play in that matchup was the 98-yard touchdown run by Ronald Jones. Oh my gosh! Between those two plays and y'all's matchup, the odds of either one of those happening is so low. Much less both of them happening, and then happening to end up in a tie. Like the fact that it wasn't a 99-yard touchdown. Yep. Or a 97-yard rush. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it all is just so maddening. (laughs) Yeah. Walk us through your Sunday, Stuart. I mean, you you talked about today. Walk us through your Sunday when Ronald Jones scores that. We kind of talked about your Sunday with DeAndre Hopkins, Cash, and Kyler Murray scoring there. What was your thought when you saw that touchdown from Ronald Jones? Well, Ronald Jones had done nothing. I mean, I think he had uh, less than 10 yards and, and a handful of carries. And, and that was, I think, in the third quarter, something like that. I don't remember exactly. But I just remember he was not having a good game. They weren't giving him the ball. And I watched that play live on Red Zone Channel. And they had – or maybe it wasn't live because I don't know why they would have been showing that, showing that at uh, – because they definitely weren't in the red zone. Um, but I watched it, and it was just this sinking feeling. And at the time, there, I was like, okay, it's, it's not the end of the world for me, because uh, that really was the only points Ronald Jones had. And I'm like, well, maybe they won't give him the ball anymore. But they, that obviously wasn't the case. They kept feeding him the ball, and... Uh, you know, it, it, it was, uh, I didn't go into the Monday night game cause, cause Kendricks has been a pretty solid linebacker. And so I was like, I was down, You're I don't remember. Two or something. Yeah. A point or two. And so I was like, I really was very confident. And then he didn't, he didn't have a great performance. And so I was like, well, great. This is uh, <laughs> this is not great, but at least I won by two. And I did think to myself, I hope I don't hope there's no uh, stat corrections or anything like that. But um, you know, there was, and it stinks. Yeah, it, it took a while for Joey's clearment to pay to me. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> the best part, so Stuart, to give you all some context. The best part about this morning was Stuart in this the middle of this freakout mode of trying to figure out what's going on. He texts Jonathan and I. For the longest time, he thought Jonathan and I were actually playing a prank on him. <laughs> well, I, no, I really, I mean, that, that crossed my mind for sure. <laughs> oh. Because Stuart, we, we actually changed it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe you. Because Joe, when Joey confirmed that it was, I was up by two points. I was like, "Well, it's a joke." Then they, some, <laughs> they did something. I could because I have confirmation, right? I had confirmation from Joey that I won by two. Yeah, I know the freak out. We, we've all had it. So yeah, yeah. David's used to Sad, checking. Sadly, it's gonna. Sadly, it's gonna cost me the season. I have a feeling. Oh, you think you're gonna miss now? Man, I just know that Mike Staffel's ahead of you now. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> What's worse, a tie or that Mike Staffel's ahead of you? Uh, 
I think, I don't know. The tie is, is one of the worst feelings that I've ever had. So, um, <laughs> I mean, with, with, when we're doing decimals, how does that I happen? Know. I mean, it really is mind boggling. We have, we have, we have had ties before. Yes. Yeah. We've had one or two, I think. Yeah. But yeah, if you look at the percentage chance, you know, Jonathan talking about the percentage chance of them winning that game and looking like a heartbeat, the percentage chance of a tie of having a 98 yard touchdown run and a Hail Mary touchdown catch. I mean, that's like one in like 50,000. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was shocking to see those two plays alone, but then yeah, to David's point, this this morning was just a treat for me to see Stewart struggle with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and I can't Such wait to make the playoffs because of my division. <laughs> I know that is, I'm going to push harder. Oh, I know you are. Next year, I know you are. The worst three records in the league are in the same division. You know, I know, the NFC East so happens in the real NFL as well. It really, is. we've never had it be that bad or that skewed. We usually will get like one where maybe he gets eight, <laughs> but it's yeah. uh, it's truly ten, eleven, twelve record wise. <laughs> yep, it's so dumb, so dumb. <laughs> you, are you going to propose a rule change, Stewart, to get a, get rid of division winners or what? Well, yeah, I sure am. So division winners are gone. No more ties. Figure out a tiebreaker. Yes. Yes. Listen, I wouldn't be opposed to figuring out tiebreakers. I hate ties too. I that's just the worst. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the idea. I don't know what you would do though. Well, I would say you'd go for points four for the season. No, I say you do total points on your bench for that week. That's a good one. I wonder who would. I haven't even looked at that. I don't. I, I, I. I. That's just me off the top of my head thinking. I've always thought about that tiebreaker. I've never liked it because all I would do is just go put quarterbacks on my bench. Sure, but then you would just you you wouldn't have any other bench players. You would just load your for just oh, in the random oh, chance that you might have. A yeah. Time. What's the reality of you doing that? <laughs> Yeah, not but, well. It essentially comes down to who has a quarterback on their bench. Maybe is what I guess I'm trying to say. You, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. Someone could have a disadvantage because they have a bunch of bye week players on their bench. I mean, it, uh, so Joe Joey would have won. Oh, there you go. He had 41. I had 35. Oh, you're 35. saying total, you're saying total bench points. Total right, bench points. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, not just the highest score on your bench, the total bench points. Oh, yeah, if it was highest score on the bench, I would have won because I had Marvin Jones. So it kind of, it, it. I mean, it goes against everything we do, but it does point to more of like the complete team that you've built. And I don't know. It is a, it's a, it's a different rule change. It's something you have to strategize for. We're, you can workshop it this, this offseason, Stuart. Yeah, or maybe you just don't take into account the uh, stat corrections. Oh, okay. Well, then David would have lost like three more times this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Hey, I got, no, I got, only only if it only if it ends in a tie. I got a positive stat correction this week again, so I mean, I'm not. No, no way. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Rokon Smith. Yeah. Is it seriously him every time? I think it was him. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway. 
Oh, come on. All right. Well, what other uh, what else happened in the NFL this week that was surprising to y'all? Oh man, I'm trying to think back. Uh, the Cowboys didn't lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steelers. Steelers uh, looked good again. Yeah. Another win under the belt, nine and zero. It's pretty surprising. I did have a question about the Steelers. Um, they've got uh, really good receivers, or I guess I should say, their receivers are are all scoring a lot of points. That's a, maybe a better way of saying that. Mm-hmm. With Deontay Johnson, who was on people's radar going into the season as a as a possible, you know. Wide receiver one, wide wide receiver two. Yeah, for breakout sure. candidate. Yeah, uh, I don't know that Claypool was on people's radar very much. Uh, maybe y'all knew something I didn't know, but um, and then Juju, who uh, hasn't had an awesome season, but it hasn't been horrible either. So, just kind of curious, y'all's thoughts if you were to either to rank those those guys, or if you had a if you were able to have if you could have one of those guys on your team, is there one that you would pick um, either based on their ceiling or based on their, you know, who you think is the most solid player? How, I, how would y'all rank those I think receivers? I think ceiling and long-term, I like Claypool the best. But if you had to ask me this year, it's Deontay Johnson. And then I think the safest is Juju. I think that's kind of the... The way they're built, I think that's the way they're intentionally built. I think Juju's kind of the slot guy that's going to get a handful of receptions. He's kind of your Jarvis Landry type player who's going to be solid, but he's never going to blow you away unless he gets a bunch of touchdowns in a game. And then Deontay's just probably the most complete with Claypool being the big play guy. And I think long-term, Claypool will turn into more of the big play slash dominant receiver just based off his measurables. Uh, similar to, you know, your Metcalfs and uh, kind of your bigger, younger receivers. But I don't know. I think it all depends on quarterback play and what Big Ben likes. Big Ben finds a guy and just throws it to him. I mean, he get. I feel like he locks in on a guy and just will just pepper him with targets. So it could go week to week. It could change for sure. Yeah. What do you say, David? Um. Well, I own Deontay, so I'm very familiar with him. I told somebody before the draft, I, I, he was a player I was targeting. I think I picked him in like the 10th round. Um, if you look at last year, uh, last year's stats, separation on per route run, um, uh, w- which basically is a measurement of how much separation a wide receiver is creating on a man-to-man play. Deontay Johnson actually led the league in that category last year. Which kind of isn't necessarily how how fast you are. It's more how really shifty you are. You get a lot of weird people in that in that category. Like Cole Beasley does really well and that stuff. But it, what that really means is they're open, you know. And so I, I really liked him coming in this year. He's actually been banged up for like four games this year. Um, but when he's healthy, he's been, I mean, he's averaging, if you, if you take the games that he's played fully, he's averaging close to 20 points a game on those, on those games. But yeah, Clay, I think Jonathan summed it up best. Uh, Claypool is really talented. He's, I mean, 
he's the big play guy. And yeah, it's hard to, you know, it's weird with Juju. Um, Juju's in his contract year. I don't know if they're going to keep Juju. Um, yeah. I yeah. think Juju's kind of proven that he's, I don't think Juju is a number one. Um, you know, because when he was doing well, he had a great season. What he had like fifteen hundred yards and like twelve touchdowns or nine touchdowns for you that one year, Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Tony Brown was there too, right? And so it was. Yep. You know, and and if he doesn't have other receivers that can, you know, take away the number one corner from him, then I'm not sure he's. You know, I'm not sure he can handle that because I don't even know if he's getting the number one coverage. I think that's either Claypool or Johnson. I don't know. Yeah, I think if I think if Juju was wise, I think he would look at. I mean, what's important to him? Is it just getting paid? Because he can go get paid somewhere else. But I think if he got like a high guarantee, longer term contract with the Steelers, it'd be the best fit for him, and he he would be in a place that that knows how to use him. He doesn't have to be the number one, and he he reminds me of Golden Tate. Where it's like, if you force him to be the number one, he can be, but he's just never going to be elite. And and that's just kind of who he is. And he's much better if he's the second or third option. And he's very, very good at that role. It's just yeah, not, I, just don't force I him wonder, to be your guy. I wonder how good he really is, honestly, outside of Big Ben. Um, that's also you know, true. Antonio was a good example of that. When Big Ben wasn't playing, Antonio was not the same player. Um, and I mean, that was even when he was with the Steelers when they had another quarterback come in and that's not to say Antonio's not great because he is, but I think he was a different, that level didn't exist without big Ben. And I wonder if that's true of Juju as well. And I wonder if we'll find that out if he goes somewhere else, because big Ben's, I mean, he's a great quarterback where he will throw and make throws that other quarterbacks won't. You can you can make that argument for yeah. a lot of receivers though too, and and I know that's not exactly what you're honing in on here, but Larry Fitzgerald's an example that comes to mind, and even DeAndre Hopkins for a spell in Houston. If you don't have good quarterback play, that's problem number one. But to your point, like you know, I, I think Juju just functions better as the two and as the guy who can work one-on-one versus getting the double coverage or the press coverage or any of that stuff. Who has the most touchdowns between the group on the year? Do we know? Is it Claypool? It's Claypool. I was just looking some of that up. So, and I'm not looking at them side by side, so I'm kind of going off of memory, but it looks like Juju has more targets um, and maybe even more catches, but... Um, Claypool is getting more of the touchdowns. I mean, he had, he's had one, Claypool had that one game where he had scored 42 points, uh, which kind of skews, makes his average a little bit better. Uh, this last week he had two touchdowns again. Um, but he had 10 targets this last week and Juju had 14, but he just didn't have the touchdowns. So, um, it's interesting, you know, as you look at that, it does kind of still look like Juju's the primary target for those guys, but when it, maybe when they get close to the end zone, he's going more to Claypool. I'm not, I'm, I, other than opening up a bunch of windows, I don't know how to look at those side by side, all three of those guys and compare them. But I, I think they're built for... Big Ben to just have his pick and find the mismatch, find what the other team doesn't guard well 
or cover well and then exploit it. And that's that's yeah. like the dream for a team to build that many dynamic receivers. Then it's yeah. kind of what the Cowboys had going for them at the start of the year. They just have no defense like the Steelers have the defense to back that up. And the Cowboys had the offensive firepower as far as receivers go to just kind of pick like who are you going to who are you going to single up? Because if you single up CeeDee C- Lamb, he'll burn those slot guys. He'll burn whoever. So so will Amari. And that's just the dream. That's just the quarterback's dream because they can just pick apart whatever your weakness is as a team. Yeah, your targets per game, because I'm going to filter out to per game because I think they've all missed one at some point, or at least Deontay has. Um, Chase Claybold, 6.3. Juju, 7.8. And Deontay is 8.1. So... I wish there was a way to look at like average. I mean, I, I guarantee you it's out there. Average depth of target. I mean, that matters where the targets come. Like to Stewart's point, Claypool yep. seems to get more of the action down by the red zone, or Claypool's Claypool's targets are deeper throws or deeper routes, and those yeah, are those I think are they are yeah, and so those are more generally they're more valuable, right? If it's completed, it's a bigger play, but if you're getting peppered fifteen targets a game, like. Juju, you can make up some of that difference. So it just kind of depends on how you want to build your fantasy team versus, you know, what's kind of taking your shot with those big plays. Yeah, and, and Deontay's average. So he's got three games in there that he got hurt where he had one, two, and three targets. And one of those he might have played the whole game. But the other ones he has 10, 11, 10, 13, 15. So, and then where Juju, I think only has two double digit games man it, what i miss is having a guy like antonio brown that would literally get double digit targets every game no matter what the matchup was and he would produce yeah. because he was so talented i mean it was unbelievable it was the most rock solid thing i i mean i don't know if we'll have another it's gonna be a while before we have a receiver that's arguably taken above rb1s in drafts like antonio was in that discussion with you know, your Zeke's. Devontae's done what you're saying. Devontae Adams? Devontae's target, 17, 10, yeah. 16, 11, 12, 12. No, it's a, gr- it's a great comp. Leave. It's a great comp and a great, like, you've got a veteran quarterback who can put the ball wherever. Aaron Rodgers knows exactly what he's doing. It Devontae Adams is health. And, and then just kind of the design of that offense. It really is him in the running game, but it, it seems that, I'd like to see what happens when they go up against elite defenses where they can potentially take away Adams and make Aaron Rodgers go elsewhere. It hasn't happened yet, really, but, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's uh, But to your point, no, that's a, that's a great comp. The, the crazy thing about these receivers is we talk about how young Clay Chapel is. He's 22. Juju Smith-Schuster, who feels like he's been in the league forever, is only 24. Yeah, he joined the league when he was twenty, right? And Deontay's twenty-four. So that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess Chase uh, Claypool came out from Notre Dame as an older player, and yeah, Juju came came out from USC as a younger player. So I don't know. They're all close. They're all great. What do you do? You, do you like Pittsburgh's chances to win it all? I mean, they've kind of turned away from Connor Stewart. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, the last couple of weeks, uh, for sure. Um, I think they're just having so much success throwing the ball that it's like, why why run it? I don't 
it's not even necessarily that, I mean, it's probably a combination of both, but it's not that he hasn't been running the ball well as much as he they they haven't been handing it to him very much and maybe it's a, a maybe it's a combination they don't feel like he's been running it well when they hand it to him but um i was going to look up and see what his what his stat to answer your question is, but... david about would the steelers win it all if i if if it got down to where the the chiefs and steelers were in the afc championship game i'd probably pick this the chiefs to win it but the steelers have the defense that if they could even somewhat slow down the chiefs offense the Steelers have an offense that can put up points so they I mean they do have a complete team they have a team that that could win the Super Bowl it just depends on their path to get there and kind of how it all plays out it, it would be I would love to see a Chiefs Steelers AFC championship game that would be awesome yeah I'm looking at now that you're talking about Antonio Brown I'm looking at what Devontae's done this year um the top five players in a point in a yards per game is Devonte Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio, DK Metcalf, and Stephon Diggs. So I'm gonna DK Metcalf. We we know he's great, right? He's averaging 90 yards a game. He's got eight touchdowns, including the one tonight on the year, I believe. I, I maybe it doesn't include that one. He's done that in nine games. Devonte Adams leads the league, only playing seven games with nine touchdowns. And he's averaging over a hundred yards a game, Dude. and so he's he's been pretty good. And he's kind of in a tier in his own. When honestly. I played against him, he torched me. It was like ten for one eighty and or one forty, and I think three touchdowns. It was so dumb. It was he's he's elite for sure. But it, it is. I remember listening to the the footballers podcast, and they talked about his early days when he had the drops, and he was like. He had these high expectations, but they were looking at him next to Jordy Nelson. He's like, oh, Jordy's the clear one. It's not even close. Randall Cobb's still probably ahead of Devontae. I, I'll never forget when Jordy Nelson went down. You had Devontae Adams, Jonathan, and I traded you for him. As soon as Jordy went down, I think I gave you a third-round pick. And he was about the worst. That was about the worst trade for me. <laughs> He was awful. <laughs> he couldn't catch the ball, which is hard to say now. It's crazy to it's, think about. I, I've never forgiven him. I, it's hard <laughs> for me to accept the fact of what I'm saying right now because I was so, you know, it's like Corderell Patterson for you. Yeah. Right? yeah like, you take somebody <laughs> and you're like, man. Yeah. So, anyway. Well. It's, it's funny how that sticks with you when you can't forgive a guy, even though it's like, it's totally. It's years ago, and you're like, I'm done with him. I'll never. I'll never use him again. Yeah. Of course. Speaking of Jordy, he he's a great example of someone who, at least in my opinion, uh, when he doesn't have an Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball, he's like out of the league in a year. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was the most underrated athlete, and then when he got hurt, I think it changed him dramatically when he tore his ACL he was never the same his timing Tyler Lockett are similar to me I don't know if it's because they both went to Kansas State or or what and I just never thought they'd been very big or the super the, the fastest but they man I don't know they, they always got it done though for sure yeah you could say the same about Randall Cobb but he's still in the league though Stewart it's true you owned Randall Cobb when he was good. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. 
Schlab on my cob. Well, <laughs> what else? What else? I guess uh, what we got here to talk about is we got we to gotta win in our division. As much as you're making fun of our division and how bad it is, one team won in our division. That was old Big Poppy. He, uh, Man, he pulled out a victory over a, his son, this, right? That was a surprise of the week. The week, well, until the stat correction, that was a surprise <laughs> of the of the week. Most points yeah. in the week. Yeah, he had a good a good week. That's his second time he's had he scored the most points in a week. Yeah. Second. Yeah, earlier in the year, week two, I think, or week three, he had. 170 something points. Yeah, 171. I lost to him. Wow. <laughs> so great. Yeah, uh, you remember that. Yeah, Nick Chubb is an animal and he could have had a bigger game. He decided to to make a football move and pull a Who was it that did that? Was it Westbrook? Ger- uh, Todd Gurley? Gurley tried to do it but he fell in. There was a famous Oh, that was that was this year. Yeah, yeah. There was a famous one from uh, five or six years ago that kind of started the whole conversation where fantasy football erupted. Like, how could you do that? It it was either, it was LaShawn McCoy. I think he like went down at the one and he could have gone in, but it was the right football move. Anyway, Nick Chubb ran out of bounds. He had like a, that had to be like a 30 or 40 yard run. So he probably would have, he might've got a bonus on it. I don't know. So his score could have actually been higher had Chubb been motivated to score a touchdown, but yeah, Poppy showed up. Poppy's had a, a good, a good run here with uh, Chubb, and then Burkhead's been good. Who else? Cole Beasley, twenty-six points. Oh gosh, Beasley was an animal yeah. in that game. Oh, is, is yeah. Those were the big ones. I mean, Josh Allen had a good a good week too, but it was surprising. Proud of Poppy. Yep. Poppy. Of course, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I was looking at his team this week, and I'm not sure he knows that there's a, there's games happening this week. <laughs> That's kind of his thing. He'll just score the highest on the week, and then he'll forget to set lineups for three weeks straight. So He's playing mind games over there. He doesn't want uh, Big Poppy to pick somebody up. <laughs> Yeah, so he's got one, two, three, four, five, six players on by um, in his starting lineup right now. <laughs> yeah, what a mind game. Who's he playing this week? Uh, senior. Oh, there you go. Yeah, senior uh, struggled last week, that's for sure. Yeah, he did he yeah, he barely broke 100, didn't he? Yeah, Jeff, Justin Jefferson and T Higgins both scored over 20 for him. Without them, it could have been way worse. But uh yeah, no Mahomes, so I mean not all that surprising. Yeah, relatively low scoring across the the board just for our averages. I'd like to see the big board come back out. But uh and and see kind of where this Week ten stands in in the comparison of the rest of the to the year, but you yeah. did, Stuart. You did put together a sweet head to head matchups board 
that uh, upon my request and upon further review, you realized, oh, hey, Jonathan didn't make this up. This makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, Jonathan's better than he we all thought he was. <laughs> uh, it it, it it's is it's it, it's an interesting board though. I mean, it yeah. is. It's kind of interesting to look to look at and look at all the different matchups and um see. It almost shows you it all. It's a combination of how good your team is plus how unlucky or lucky you are versus yes. versus you know what i mean cuz you uh, total points doesn't tell the pic, paint the whole picture you could have a blow up week like poppy had the high score last week but that's great if you if you throw 6 weeks together of being kind of bottom 6 of the league it doesn't really matter and so consistency does but then you know then you can kind of see how you stack up against the rest of the league week to week and uh you know just if you had a different schedule and were able to play someone else every week and you can see kind of how you stand against whether it's how good your team is or how well you're managing your team, it all kind of rolls into the same thing. But it, yeah. at the end of the day, all that matters is did you beat your opponent that week that you were assigned to play them? It's just interesting to look at, man, if I had played them the week before, I would have beat them or the week after. Right. Yeah. I, and I going back to the luck versus non-luck, like an example – Oh, just on mine, I, I I added my week ten in, so my numbers are a little different than what what show. But I with Mike Searles, I beat him uh, when he had by far his worst week, and my record against him um, was four and six. But I I beat him by almost a hundred points, right? So it just I just I got lucky. It's a, yeah, 40% of the time you win, 60% of the time he wins. Like it's, right. that's a good, then, it's a good break to kind of break that down as to what the percentage chance of you winning week to week is. Right. And then versus like Daniel, um, I'm eight and two against Daniel, but one of those losses was the week that I played him. Right. So, right. Um, it's just unlucky. And and that that's with my other losses too. And looking at that, I'm seven and three against senior, and I lost to him. I'm seven and three against Preston, and I lost to him. So um, it does kind of, in some ways, it's a little irritating. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, irritating. It also it helps take into account, I think, or maybe paint the picture of, you know, you make you make adjustments throughout the year. You don't have the same team you start with week one that you do in week ten. Whether that's through, yeah, that's very true. So it, it's, you know, that's why I don't really like the whole um, the app projecting where you would end up because I'm like, how do you know? Like, I'm there's so much going to happen. Injuries are going to happen. Trades are going to happen, and it's really just basing it week to week on where you stack up against the rest of the league. Um, yep. So anyway, yeah, no, I, I'm glad you put that together. That was uh, <laughs> how long did that take you? <laughs> Oh, you know, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, sure. It it almost took as long uh, as the standard deviation for each team. <laughs> no, it took a while, but I don't know. I did it for my team, and then I'm like, uh, I'll do, like, Jonathan's because Jonathan talks about how good his team <laughs> is. 
<laughs> and then I'll do it for Jackson. And then as I started doing it, I'm like, well, it, once I did, once I kind of made the format, it was pretty easy just to change out. Just plug and play, who was right? Playing who? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty easy. But just don't tell the church. <laughs> it's okay. No one listens to this. That's true. Anything else from last week? Nothing? I don't I don't think so. Well, y'all want to get into power rankings? Let's do it. All right. Power rankings. All right, David, walk us through the power rankings. All right. Well, we kind of talked about some of the matchups. Um, so coming in at number one, he was number one last week, number one this week, all across the board. Once again, it's Jackson. Mm. He won, I think he scored 130 points, somewhere in there. So good job, Jackson. Keep it up. Coming in number two, staying number two. He's number two all across the board now. Last week, he was two on y'all's and five on the app and four on my board, and he's two everywhere. So that's Mike Searles. Um, coming in at number three, falling one spot from a tie last week at two is myself. The app is... Ooh. I know. The app has uh, dropped me this week from uh, two to five. So uh, that's my big movement there. <laughs> y'all, got me at, y'all got me at three. I've got, y'all, I've got myself at four. Um, coming in at four overall is Stewart. You're four on the app, four on your board, Stewart. Three on mine. Um, and probably the biggest surprise, maybe, of this this week's ranking is you're number nine on Jonathan's. <laughs> you know, when you uh, when, we'll we'll break it down here in a minute. Go ahead, yeah, keep I it mean, going. Well, it's pretty funny. I'm gonna just stop for a second. We can break it down later. <laughs> but David has me at three. And you have me at nine. I don't know that there has been a larger gap of two people doing these rankings than three and nine. So we should talk about that later. I mean, according to according to the standings, you're at nine. But go go on, David. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, last week, I mean, I had you at two last week, and you had yourself at six, Stuart. So you've kind of been the polarizing uh, guy here. Um, but anyways, yeah. Coming in at number nine on Jonathan's board. So I'm going to read off uh, all these names. That's who is ahead of you on his board. Preston, Joey, Senior, Staffel, Jonathan. Um, so we'll come of back course, to that. Of course he has himself higher than me. Yeah, <laughs> of course. We'll come back to that, okay? So, uh, Stuart, you actually move up a spot from last week coming in at number four. There you go. What are you even, complaining even, about? Even with the nine averaged in. <laughs> what huh? are you complaining about? You're fine. Well... Yeah. Even with the nine. Uh, coming in also at number four, tied with you, Stuart, is Preston and Joey. We've got a four-way tie, or three-way tie for the fourth spot. Um, huh, yeah. funny, funny, funny Joey and I being in a tie. <laughs> yeah, par for the course there. Y- y'all's records are a tie too, right? Um, yeah, Preston- I wish. <laughs> Preston is uh, five on Jonathan's board, six on your board, six on mine, and three on the app. So the app likes Preston. Uh, on Joey's board, 
Jonathan, you're the highest on Joey. You've got him at four, and Stuart and I have him at five, and the app actually has him at six. Um, so you add all those together, then you all end up with a four-way tie. Joey actually moved up three spots. So Joey, uh, Joey, uh, I guess he didn't even win. He tied, moved up three spots. So good job, Joey. Uh, David Sr. coming in at number seven. He fell a spot from last week. He's seven on everybody's board except Jonathan. He's got him at six. So pretty much an agreement there. Speaking of agreement, coming in at number eight, moving up two spots from last week, he's number eight on everyone's board, Mike Staffel. Wow. Mm, just sneaking into the playoffs. Top eight right wow. there. I uh, think he wanted I think he wanted to be in the top five, didn't he? Isn't, uh, that, what that, isn't that what that group me message said? He he did ask if he was gonna be in the top five. The question is he's uh in the, the top eight. Eight everywhere across the board. We all agree. He's uh bottom of the playoffs there. Uh coming in at number nine, fell one spot from last week, it's Jonathan. Uh, everybody has Jonathan at nine except himself, who has him at seven. Yeah. Which is ahead of uh, you, Stuart. <laughs> you uh, and Mike. <laughs> and then uh, going from 10, 11, 12, we're all in agreement across all of our rankings across the app. It's Ryan, Daniel, and then Lewis. Lewis getting no love. Highest scorer this week. So, got the same record as Daniel, same record as Jonathan. But number twelve, he's gonna have no. to do it. He's gonna have to do it more than one week in a row for me to believe in it. Okay, I've got him at twelve too, so I don't disagree. <laughs> so, uh, Stewart, what stands out to you in these rankings? <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Someone at three and seven. Three and seven, one of the worst teams in the league has ranked himself seven. I mean, I'm only I'm, I, I'm only a game and a half behind you. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Maybe you shouldn't tie uh, your opponents. Hey, I I didn't tie him. The something there was a glitch in the computers. <laughs> I mean the the fact that. Jonathan has me at nine is, uh, I mean, it's a joke and he knows it's a joke. That's why he's laughing so much because he had, he has senior ahead of me and senior, um, seniors three spots ahead of me on his board, three spots. Yeah. And, uh, senior barely broke a hundred this week. Granted his, star QB was out, but, um, who's you know, who are you in your division? Stuart, uh, senior or you? Who what? Who has the better record in your division? Senior oh, I think, I think, I think senior does. Okay. Well, hold and on. He beat me too. Senior I was going to say, hold too. on. You've, you've certainly beat him though, right? Yeah. Well, no, I'm go- going to beat him. Let me see. The last week of the season. Yeah, you're zero and three against your division, so you haven't beaten anyone in your division. Right. Um. That's gonna be huge for you, Stewart. Mm. Well, these next three, all three of these next games are uh, huge for me. If I <laughs> who are your next three? I, uh, I do have 
Poppy in the middle, but I've got you, Poppy, and Senior. Oof. Yeah, that's 0-3 right there. <laughs> so, it is, it is also funny because Jonathan has several times this year um, given me a hard time for my extreme movement in my ranking. And you've given um, me a hard time because you're the one who does it every week and you're the one who's the experienced power ranker. So I'm trying to follow your style and I'm trying to just figure out your the method to your madness. So I figured it's just moving someone that you don't like up and down the charts as much as you want. So I'll just move you down mine's to nine. Usually, mine's usually based off of some, you know, it would at least be, well, he lost really bad this week. So I'm going to drop him four spots. Yours was probably the worst tie I've ever seen in the history of fantasy football. So, <laughs> that, well, that is true. That is true. Uh, I had so, you. I had so, you so, at four. So Joey, Joey, Joey should have been down there too. Then, right? You. I had you at four. Well, you had the victory, and you coughed it up and choked it up. So, I had you at four. No, I didn't do anything. I was. I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, you slept on the competition, and that's what happens. This is what I'm going to say. Last week, Jonathan, you had Stewart at five. This week, you have him at nine. He had a tie in which he scored uh, more points than you. Mm-hmm. you yes, thank you. And you uh, you had yourself at eight last week, and then you bumped yourself up to seven. Oh, yeah. Well, because I had to move Stewart down to nine. <laughs> Stewart, Stewart, I don't want to make your argument for you anymore. That's all I'm going to give you there, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, again, as we've learned from Stewart's previous rankings logic doesn't have to actually go into this you just you just make a statement and say yeah i'm moving you down to nine so there you go oh, wait jonathan how much you than seeing that ranking jonathan i'm going to tell you that what's how that how much did you win how much did you win by last week jonathan oh i didn't win i'm actually in the playoffs though right now because i'm winning my division oh i see i see well we'll, we'll make sure that doesn't happen again Okay, well, as a uh, as a three time champion, I'll I'll, uh, I'll veto that. <laughs> oh my gosh! If you win the championship, Jonathan, you can water me like twenty times. Oh yes, deal, deal. You heard it here first, folks. And if, and, and if you don't win the championship, I'll water you ten times. <laughs> Wait, what? What kind of odds is that? How about how about uh, I'll let Dude, you? It's two to one. It's two to one. I'll take I'll take the twenty to one odds though. If I don't win the championship, you get to water me. If I win the championship, I get to water you twenty times. <laughs> well, no, that's I mean. What are you talking? Wait. It was just. It was just an outlandish statement. <laughs> okay, I mean twenty times. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. I'll do. How about ten? I'll, I'll do ten to one odds. Let's go fifteen to one. I'll meet you in the middle. Uh, 15 to two. <laughs> sure. 15 to two. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. Let me find the drop. I wasn't expecting to make a water bet in the power ranking section, but why not? <laughs> water bet. Oh, crap. Why do we do this stupid stuff? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, Every... you're, you're not going to, you're not going to win the championship. Okay. League, so... league. Listen. If you want to see Stewart get watered 15 times, go ahead and put your worst players in against me the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wink, wink. And, and uh, collapse in the playoffs and just let Jonathan beat you. Wink, wink. I'll tell you, Jonathan, 133 points 
is not going to win you no championships. Well, ties aren't wins either, so. You know, speaking of points, <laughs> you made a uh, water bet with John <laughs> that you would uh, score more than 204.8 <laughs> points. How's that coming? Oh, I know. You still think you got that? You you want to double down on that? Well, I thought it might be this week, but it doesn't look like... Uh, <laughs> Old Kyler? Kyler? It doesn't look like Kyler's helping me out right now, so... Maybe it. I guess it's gonna need to be next week. Next. Okay. So speaking of water bets, uh, we had a couple this past week. Want to remind everybody of the first was a water bet between the two of y'all, in which uh, Jonathan, you bet Stewart that he would win his week ten matchup, that you would win your matchup against Mike Searles. Whoops. Stewart bet that you wouldn't. Uh, so Stewart, you get to uh, water Jonathan for that next time we see each other here. Fifteen times. Yeah, no. Oh. Just the one. So we also had another bet. And between Ryan Palomo and Stuart Head, the first one was Derrick Henry score twenty-five points. He didn't. So uh <laughs> Stuart gets to get watered by Ryan. And then- I'm not kidding. I'm not I'm not saying this to get out of it. <laughs> I honestly I don't remember making that bet at all, but I'm good with it. What? But, it was on the Group Me app. Everyone in the league saw it. Okay, I, I'm not I, like I'm saying. I wasn't saying it didn't happen. I was Do you genuinely not remember. recall it? No, I, I genuinely don't. But it's you fine. Know if you're being serious or not? No, I really, I really can't. But I'm getting old too. So. <laughs> well, you also had another bet that Darius Leonard would not score more than ten points. Do you remember that one? Oh, okay. Yes, I do. I forgot that was that combo bet. Yeah. Where he know. he. Yeah, okay, I remember now. You, you won that one, so you get to water Ryan because he only scored seven points. Great, great. Henry, Henry yeah. had a good game. He had 103 yards, 16 points, but, you know. Yeah, he just he just needed a touchdown and a few more yards, but he did have a good game, though. Anyway. I forgot was- about that. That was good. I thought about making a water bet before this game started throwing it out there to for Kyler scoring like 50 points but I'm glad I didn't do that yeah that would have been bad I you yeah. know you never know these Thursday night games with with uh this was a high over under it was like 57 points something yeah. like that so it would have been intriguing to say the least I would have taken it just to have some action on the game but I wouldn't have been confident going into it I'll say that if you would have just taken his projection, I would have taken the over, which was, I think, yeah. 29 or 30. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Russ, Russ was projected for almost 30, or I think a little over 30. Yeah, crazy. And I was I was thinking the same as you. I was like, he's probably going to get over that. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, high scores, why don't we talk about some low scores and some high scores that were left on the on the bench, we actually, I accidentally skipped over this segment. Let's do some bonehead benchings. Bonehead benching of the week. Stuart, why don't you walk us through some of the nominees? Uh, so, you know, the big one is something that we talked about at length, as I recall. Of course, I have a hard time recalling things, but um, <laughs> at length, we talked about. Uh, 
um, Tom Brady, after he has a horrible game, he always comes back and has a big game. And so I remember we talked about it. I remember even David saying, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I, I should start it. him. I was torn the whole, the whole weekend and the decision is like, you know what? I traded for Herbert. He's a, he's going to be a little bit more safe. And I didn't, I didn't think I needed to swing for the fences. So that's ultimately what happened. <laughs> um, because, uh, you know, he gave me negative pink points the week before. So I knew that was possibility, but, uh, I didn't need the points really either. <laughs> I yeah. Thought I, yeah. I mean, I, I knew I was going to go, I had a low score matchup with Noma home. So that's why I did it. I'm not all that surprised. We talked about it and, uh, you know, that's why I didn't drop him either. So, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just, it's disappointing when you essentially leave a difference of 17 points on your bench, you know, it's, just unfortunate, mm. especially when, especially when we when we've talked so much about it and basically told you I'm to a, do I'm it. A weekly, like I'm a weekly staple in this section. <laughs> you are. Yeah, have you won Moo Moo Milk? Yeah, I won it twice. Okay, I that... won it. y'all gave it to me when I had the highest score uh, in the week. <laughs> we, I think that I think that we were thinking you probably won't get another chance at it. So let's give it but to the you. Funny thing is, Mike Searles later in the year ended up not winning it for that same reason. So, uh, I don't get Hey, that. like I said, you don't need actual logic for any of these awards. I, you That's know, absolutely I, right. I think it's a good thing when you're in this section. It means you got some depth. So There you go. Yeah. Well, th- we, yeah. had, we, we had two of their nominees with some depth. We had, uh, we had a, th- this was interesting because... You know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but obviously either one of these being started would have changed the outcome. Uh, We'll start with Stewart. Left one Marvin Jones on his bench. Uh, What what did Marvin do last week? Which which I've done every single week. He's never been in my lineup, so I don't know why I was going to start this week. I don't know Um, why you're on your bench then. Well... I'm not gonna let one of you chumps have him. <laughs> what? I mean, isn't that uh, you know playing uh, offense through defense? Uh, it is, yes. So uh, Marvin Jones scored almost twenty, nineteen point six, and uh, I could have started him in my flex. Mike Davis was in my flex, scored seven point one. Uh, or I could have, he out at nineteen point six. He outscored Juju by a point and a half, and Godwin by uh, a little over seven points. He would have so, been your he would have been your second highest scorer on the week. He would have been my second highest scorer on the week. Yeah, I thought Kyler. you didn't have the number. I didn't think you had the numbers in front of you. What are you talking about? Yeah, I just did a little maneuvering here. Ah, oh, oh, cool. Yeah, no I'm worries. I'm doing this section. I'm doing this. <laughs> Go section. for it. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so obviously, I mean, if... Were Godwin, Smith-Schuster, Davis, really, who you would have started him over? I don't I don't necessarily blame you for that. No, I would, I mean, I, I understand. Joey, I blame Joey more for starting TJ Hawkinson and his flex with 2.3 points when Allen Robinson is on his bench. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. That is bad. I mean that's dumb. That's the that's the easier difference. I don't fault you so much for yeah, 
I fault you for having Marvin Jones, period, because you're never going to play him ever. <laughs> well, I'll trade him to you if you want him. No, I don't want him. <laughs> you you oh. say I'd pick him up. I actually wouldn't. Um, but, you know, all that being said, I kind of want to give you the award just for having him. And you, never playing. Yeah, do you want to remember? Do you want to know why? I, I, I was looking into that because I remember Robinson being benched for a reason. So Robinson was questionable leading into the Monday night football game with a knee injury. Okay, so he was – okay, so that makes more sense. Though. Yeah, because I was like, why would Allen – he's never benched Allen Robinson. So he had the he had the worry that he was going to be just out for the game. But still, yeah. he – he, he, 32 he, tight ends. When tight ends are terrible, I just that's. Devonte Parker would have been a better start than T.J. Hawkinson, in my opinion. Like yeah, it... Boston Scott, we joked about him, but. Well, so yeah. Bo- Boston Scott's the nominee, is that right, Stuart? Well, Boston Scott had two weeks in a row of double-digit scoring: seventeen point nine, ten point four. And then he, yeah, he left him on his bench. Of course, I think Boston Scott was projected for like two points. Yeah. Well, yeah, Miles Sanders came back, and Boston Scott's projection went into the toilets. I think he was like 3.2 or something. Uh, But Boston Scott, again, was one of those guys. He barely got any touches, but he ran off like a 60-something yard touchdown. Yeah. Or 50 or 50, I don't remember. Yeah, 3.2 was what he was projected for in Week 11. He ended up with 17.2. Yeah. Which, when you... you, uh, end in a tie man all those little points matter they sure do don't they yep so who are we giving this one to here oh gosh it should be david just because it's david but (laughs) i'll leave it up to y'all i vote i vote that it's a tie between Stuart and joey and we carry the tradition Uh on All right, cool. We'll call it a tie, and you guys can uh, go into H-E-B together and get that milk. Chocolate Moo Moo Milk, winner of the week. You know, you can carpool. I don't know if you want to drive up to Austin or if you need to drive down to Bernie, but you guys can go into an H-E-B, shake a, a, a gallon of milk, and just kind of split it between the two of you. Uh, I'll take the uh, that promised land chocolate milk. I think Ooh. this time. I think this is my is this my first time winning this award. I think I don't remember. It is actually. I, I kind of think it is. Too. I don't know. I think we tried to give you one earlier this year, and you yelled and screamed until we gave it to somebody oh, else. That's true. That is true. I refused <laughs> it. This one is kind of deserved because usually we look for, you know, just something that would make a difference in the outcome of the game and truly any almost any player would have made a difference in the outcome of my game so yeah both y'all both y'all made some some poor start decisions for sure so i'll i'll chunk some milk on joey next time i see him (laughs) at an heb at an heb oh beautiful why don't we uh move into picks of the week Picks of the week. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. So who's got the first matchup? Picks of the week. I don't know who has the first matchup. 
I'll take it. We've got. Well, uh, where where are we in the standings? Oh yeah, how about we do that? Yeah, so we we had a tie last week, so that kind of uh, threw, uh, <laughs> threw a wrench in this. Stuart, you triple played yourself. Uh, oh my gosh! So uh, that, you, th- it's this is like adding <laughs> insult to injury. Yeah, yeah. We all picked you, so you know we all got a tie. But you actually have three ties now on the year. Uh, since that was your trip. no. I mean, for for the sake of this, y'all should just give me those points. Nah. So uh, you, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, yes. we, we all picked the same matchups, except with the exception of Jonathan Stewart. You picked Mike Searles to win. You were right. Jonathan had triple played himself. I picked Jonathan as well. Um, other than that matchup, we actually had the same picks. We all missed. We all got David. Uh, you picked me to win versus my dad. We all incorrectly picked Preston to to win versus Staple. We all incorrectly picked Stewart to win, in which he tied. We, no, I won, really. <laughs> we all correctly picked Jackson, and we all incorrectly picked Ryan to beat Lewis. So uh, that boiled down to a 2-5 and 1 week for Jonathan, a 3-2 and 3 week for you, Stewart, and a 4-3 and 1 week for me. 3-2 <laughs> and 3. How great is that? So, Not I, great. This is so <laughs> dumb. At least, at least make me give me two of those points. So, Stuart, you're on the year. You're thirty-seven, thirty-two, and three. Uh, so, good job there. You're fifty-one percent win percentage. Jonathan, you're thirty-nine, thirty-two, and one. And then I'm forty-one, thirty, and one. So, kind of a recap through ten weeks here. So, uh, hey, I, 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 I want to stop us. Like, can we not reconsider? I mean, the fact that. I, I don't have three ties. <laughs> yeah, you That's do. so dumb. Yeah, no, you, you You picked the one that was a tie, and you triple played it, so you get three times that outcome, and that's a tie. I know, but like... <laughs> it, but in a, in, a, in a situation like this... Well, I, you know what? Why don't we just make them three losses then? You're right. Listen, I originally was just going to neglect them all together, and knowing how much you dislike ties, I just decided to give you three of them. So there you go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, do you want them to be counted or just disappear? Because either way, it's the same thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't guess it matters at that point, does it? I just want, I want two of those points to go to me, and then I'll – no, because you victory. triple played it, and we did not. We were less confident in that. So we don't get dinged yeah. as much as you do. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. This is great. I, 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 I won more than y'all did, because I triple played it. <laughs> what? And I didn't. And I. And I didn't. I didn't lose. I didn't lose the triple play. I won more than y'all because I triple played myself. Yeah. Well, that's true. I I'll, get that. But uh, on that specific matchup, you did not win or lose more than us. You <laughs> yes, just you just got yes. three three more of the outcome that you said you were gonna win. I really hope there's a for another stat correction because they have until Saturday. That just oh, I hope so too. I just hope. I hope so too. I I hope it's against Seward. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into picks for this week. We got the first matchup of the week. We've got 
Joey, the McCaffrey antivirus versus the Esh Prince of Hilaire, Mike Staffel. Uh, Joey's got a couple of guys not uh, in his lineup here. He's missing McCaffrey, I think, this week in a really juicy matchup in which Stewart gets to play that person, which is awesome for me. Uh, Mostert's still hurt. Allen Robinson on bye. Um, you know, we've got Lamar Jackson playing Tennessee. Ronald Jones, all-star Stewart. He's playing the Rams. Tough matchup. Ugh. And you know what? We can always <laughs> talk about Boston Scott. You know who's in the lineup now? B. Scott. Boston, Boston uh, Scott. What a terrible flex play that is. So, <laughs> I think Mike Staffel is going to win. You got Ben Roethlisberger going against Jacksonville. All those weapons. We've been talking about all the receivers and how they're moving to passing. Uh, you got Keenan Allen going against the Jets. What a plus matchup that is. I, you know, I just don't – I don't think this one is uh, going to be as close as the projections, which really actually don't even have it that close. I think it's, a, what, 27 point, 26.4 points here. So, and, that, and that doesn't include, I guess, two guys he has on not in his lineup. But I, I think Mike Staffel's going to win. So I like him – to, uh, to get another win and uh, another step closer to getting in the playoffs and another win uh, being ahead of Stewart, no matter what Stewart does. <laughs> yeah. Stewart? Uh, I, I, I feel like um, this is more of a I need Joey to win. So I'm picking Joey to win. <laughs> I don't actually, I don't actually know that he's going to, but I really need him to, and I want him to, and I think that he will. I think Chase Claypool um, is going to go crazy. He could have a thousand points, <laughs> and um, Roethlisberger will go out early, and uh, whoever that backup guy is for. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph will be chunking the ball to Claypool. That's my uh, what a assessment. What a bold prediction that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Mike, on this one, and I agree with David. I think this one won't be close. I think this is gonna be a landslide. And I Yeah, it's not gonna be close. A, I think. What a uh, joke. I think Big Ben. We just talked about it. Big Ben's got all the all the weapons he wants. He doesn't need to throw the clay, throw it to Claypool. Um, I think that's gonna be the biggest difference. I don't, Lamar has not played up to up to snuff this season. He's been the biggest letdown at the quarterback position, given his expectations. So I think that's a that's one that hurts. Let's move it along. Let's move it along to the next matchup. We've got the Stewart Guarantees versus the Old Timer 55s. And uh, we've got a lot of players going in this game. Daniel's got three players in the game tonight uh, that aren't really performing all that well. Uh, while my father has Lockett in the game, who is... Uh, Pretty much meeting his expectation on the on the projection, he probably will exceed it. And uh, we've got uh, old timer projected to win by about twelve points right now, or maybe that's going into the matchup. Uh, 
So I, I expect that to continue to rise as far as the projection. So I'm going to go with uh, oh, Mike Searles for the win. What say you? David? Yeah, I, uh, I like Mike Searles to win as well. I think his uh, team's been really good this year. And, you know, Travis Kelsey... I think we saw it last week with Titus. It's just a just a dump landscape, um, you know. And JD McKissick. So is it is, is that a landscape full of dump? How does that work? Is that just poop? Yeah. It's yes. Just, it's just. Know. Is that just like the hedges are made of poop, or what? How does that work? Yeah, you know, you got it's you got it all piled up. You got the the liquid stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, you know that's what it, that's what it is, and so that's what uh that Daniel's team's kind of like that a little bit here. And, uh, you know, you got uh, Tua. Tua played actually. He's been okay. What do y'all think of Tua? Eh, that's another conversation. Never mind. I take it back. Uh, Gio Bernard, Jared Cook. Christian Kirk, DJ Swift. Do I need to say anything more? Yeah, who's DJ? Who's DJ Swift? That's who I want. To know who that is. Yeah, he, he needs to drop that guy. Uh, what about DeAndre Chark? What do you think of him? Oh man, too bad. Uh, DJ's name doesn't start with a T, so that way it would be T Swift. Ah, uh, you're all over the place. You're all over the place here. He's just naming players. Yeah. And incorrectly, incorrectly naming players. Guys, um, I got Mike. <laughs> I also have Mike Searles. This is not going to be close. Um, this, ladies and gentlemen, is my triple play. Triple play. Safe bet. Safe bet. Yep. Playing it safe this week. Yeah, you need it after three ties. <laughs> oh my gosh, that I really, I, I, I think I'd rather it it's just it not count for any of us than have the ties on there. No, I mean, so let's just that's let's pretty just much what it off. is. Just pretend they're not there. We're gonna we're gonna look at them, but you can just pretend they're not there. It's the same thing. <laughs> okay, I'd like to remove them though if we can. We'll remove we can our ears. We can talk talk to her later. Okay. All right. Um, which one do we want to go to next? Probably. I'll go, let's. Which one? The next one. Well, I'm. Uh, what? If you just look at. Order? If you just look at the uh, at the box scores, it's the one next to it. At the top. Okay. You feeling my Fu Manchu? There you go. No, I was asking. You feeling my Fu Man? Oh, just kidding. You feeling my Fu Manchu uh, versus the Maddie Jones connection? Um, you know, Matt Jones has been awesome. So it's a great team name. Um, now Preston is uh, projected to win by thirty-five points. Um. I think he does that. Um, just looking, I mean, Ryan has Devontae Adams, which we've already talked at length about. But, I mean, other than that, Chris Carson, 
Chris Carson was hurt again. This is, I think, his fourth game in a row to be hurt. So, uh, it's a kind of a bummer. This is a good matchup for Zeke, is it not? Uh, no. Is Dak Prescott uh, playing? Then no. What's Zeke projected at? Sixteen point four. Let's let's see what he uh, let's see what he's done with every one of his. Let's see since. <laughs> Since Zeke went down against the Giants, he's gone seven point two. I'm sorry, when Dak went down, thank you. When Dak went down against the Giants, seven point two, seven point eight, nine point seven, nine point seven. Those were his next four games, and then he had a bye week. So yeah, sixteen point four seems a little high, don't you think? Seems yeah. a little high. <laughs> yep. We'll see if if it's ever gonna get double digits, this would be the matchup though. Uh, did you think- hey Ryan, Ryan, if you want a water bet uh, that Zeke doesn't hit his projection, uh, let me know, or maybe let all of us know. We might all be up for that. Yeah, I'm definitely in on that. I'm in on him not making his projection this week. Yeah, so let us know, Ryan. If you call, if you call in. Well, you can't call in. One eight hundred FM FFL. Yeah, if you uh, as whenever you listen to this, whenever you discover time travel and can call, <laughs> go ahead and call in to use your time travel moment for this one moment. That would be great. Yes, and uh, send a, a group me text that say, says that you're in on Zeke this week. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be a close matchup. Matty Jones connection. Yeah, I got I got I got Preston over Ryan. I think Ryan's gonna be sore and son and just gonna take it <laughs> take it right on the chin, you know? I I think I I think I know. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean Devonta's got a hard matchup against the Colts too. So his best player's got a difficult matchup. Zeke is probably his other keeper. We've, we've all talked about that. We don't think he's going to do big things. Uh, Preston has too much firepower, and Preston's going to win. It's not going to be close. Not going to work here. Not not going to work here anymore. Yeah, that's okay. that was a slam dunk for all of us there, especially after Ryan let us down last week. It's hard to pick him again. How confident are you in that win, David? In what win? This win? Preston, Preston's win. Oh, well, I made it my triple play, so... Triple play. Oh, shoot. That's some good podcasting right there, Stuart. <laughs> Way to produce. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's move it along. This next matchup is pretty awesome. Anyone want yeah. to take the lead? Yeah, we've got uh, the extra crispy Colonels, Jonathan Searles versus the most consistent team. <laughs> Uh, we've got quite a bit of points on the board already, being it's the fourth quarter of the Thursday night game here. Uh, Russell Wilson's already got 21 points. DK Metcalf has scored a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins not catch, not keeping up with DK though. Um, Jamal Adams only two points. The projections it's a close one. It's 145 to for Jackson to 139 for uh, Jonathan. Russell Wilson, I if you would have told me. 
I would have bet he would have, would have scored more than his projection of around 30 before the game started. It looks like he's going to be somewhere around that, maybe even below that. Dalvin Cook has a matchup with Dallas. I think that has to uh, scare Jonathan a little bit, being as good as he has. Um, oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> yes, good. It's working. <laughs> that would, How much is he projected for? Do we 28.3. I'm just glad they baked that in. So, wow. like, 28.3 is what he's projected for. So, basically, I have up to 28 points before I start getting worried. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. might happen in the first quarter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do y'all think he does more than 28? What did he do last week? He, didn't he had 16. Oh, he had 16. Oh, I'm sorry. The two weeks before, 48.4 and 56.6. That's what I was referencing. Yeah. Uh, yes. 19 and 33 and 29 before that, so... Yeah, he's the uh, scariest guy. After Russ, he's the scariest guy on this team. Oh, goodness. For sure. I thought he got bottled up last week. I mean, he had 30 carries, so he didn't get 100 yards, but he had 96 against a good Chicago defense. Dallas, not so much. So, it's... Yeah, I'd be a little bit worried about what that could be. I, it could be He could be in the 30s pretty easily. Um... DK is obviously doing DK things. I think we'd probably like to see a little bit more yardage there, but you know he's he's had several he's had several drops tonight, which is yeah. surprising. Dropped a touchdown or hit him in the face. Face mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. While we were watching here, um, this one's gonna be really close. I, I've struggled with uh, who I'm gonna pick on this one, but I think at the end of the day, the I think Dalvin Cook is going to most likely, even though it's a high projection, if I place any money anywhere, I would say he's going to beat his projection of 28. Um, Deshaun Watson's got a tough matchup. I, what has he been doing lately for you, Jonathan? He's been good he, last He had a bad game. Last week was bad. Well, last week was the worst game he's had since like week two or three. Yeah, I remember last, because they played at what, Cleveland last week? I, I, yes. Yeah, but did you see the? Did you know hurricanes can hit Cleveland, Ohio? <laughs> that might as well have been a hurricane. It was like forty mile hour winds with rain coming out. They had they had a ninety minute weather delay to start the game. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think Houston's turning in the wrong direction. Miles Sanders back helps. Washington's been really good for you. Got a good matchup there with Cincinnati, which I think helps. Um, I think this might be the highest scoring matchup of the week cumulatively between. Of course, teams. it is. Because I'm playing uh, in it. Would be my guess, but I think at the end of the day, I'm going to have to pick Jackson and a uh, chocolate starfish. Chocolate starfish! I, too, have Jackson. I, I too, think it'll be a chocolate starfish. Chocolate starfish! We should start doing something with these... If we if we say it's gonna be a landslide or a chocolate starfish or handily or a tsunami, like we should have some repercussions if if it's not that. Yeah, we don't go back on that enough, actually. Yeah, we need to. Cool. Let's maybe just... that's a next maybe maybe that's a next year thing. Yeah, let's just it's add thirty on. more minutes to this podcast. People are pretty happy about how long it is in the first place. <laughs> I'm just saying something that we have to keep track of. If we're going to be making these claims, there needs to be some 
something that we there's no way to go back and even look at that stuff it's impossible no i'm saying going like next next year if we know yeah that's we're gonna and we're gonna make a claim then yeah like there's gonna be a shock of starfish and they lose or they lose by like more than 50 and it's a landslide then uh you get water then you have to eat that you have to eat a chocolate starfish (laughs) and and we have to oh gosh i'm out Uh, that's just gross. <laughs> There's so many places we could go here. I'll just I'll just turn it right back to the matchup. Um, yeah, I've got myself shocker. I know uh, over Jackson, and uh, you know I I think it's for sure an upset. I didn't think it was gonna be. Uh, I was gonna have a shot this early. I really thought Russell Wilson was going to do a lot more damage. I was just hoping it would offset with Metcalf. And luckily, the first touchdown of the night went to Metcalf, so it kind of set up my night. Disappointed in Jamal Adams. You kind of walk through all those matchups uh, already, so I won't walk through them again. Uh, I, I am curious if, if Jackson's going to leave A.J. Green in or if he's going to start Jarvis Landry after picking him up, um, which will give him a little bit more breathing room as far as projections go. Um It'll be close. I, I'm I'm the underdog, so I'm not too upset, but I am going to pick myself. If I lose, I won't be too upset. It's all right. I'm not supposed to win. Yeah. Yeah, you'll still win your division. So. Yeah, it, that's all that matters, getting in the playoffs. Yeah, so you'll be 3-8, and eight, right? Yep. Uh, I told eight. you guys two weeks ago, 5-8 and is going to win our division. I hope you're happy with that as your champion. You know, 3-8 and eight could win your division at this rate. Well, no, because then that means the league stops if it's three and eight. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could happen too. You never know. We need to do next week, we need to do a uh, playoff outlook and what everybody's playoff scenarios are. I guess uh, playoffs. I would be the eight seed if I made the playoffs, or whoever wins our division is going to be the eight seed, right? It's guaranteed pretty much. Yeah. Unless there's tiebreakers if it gets close enough, but I don't think it will be at this point. All right, let's move it along. What matchup do we have left here? Do we have any? I think we have. Yeah, we do. We've got uh, Big Poppy. There we go. Against against Cupid Express. Um, we've already kind of touched on this a little bit, but uh, Big Poppy has a lot of buy players. Um. <laughs> I guess likes women and men. Go on. But, uh, <laughs> Josh Allen. Who would have thought that? I thought he was uh, heterosexual. But um, so you heard it here he, first, folks. He's he's got one, two, three, four, five, six players in his starting lineup right now on by. So I hope he does something with that. He has. Uh, one guy that is on his bench right now that is playing in the game. Um, one DJ Dallas, which is the the best name in football. DJ Dallas, um, and uh, you know he has four point three points, which is not great, but is better than anyone who is not playing this week. It's so, better than Josh Allen's going to do this week. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, I don't know. 
did did we ever issue a warning to Big Poppy? Yeah, we did, but he he still got time. This I I'm not holding it against him to not start DJ Dallas. Big Poppy's got it together the past two. Yeah, DJ Dallas. Okay. I'm not blaming him for not starting him. He's got better options probably. He's just got to do a well, lot of my, waiver my, wire moves. That's what my point was. My point is he uh he doesn't have players on his bench to even put into the game, but he did have DJ Dallas that he could have put in the game. So, but now he can't drop DJ Dallas. So it's, it's limiting even more of his options. At least, at least DJ Dallas was not in his IR spot and then he would be stuck with this lineup. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Not, not if I have anything to do with it. Go on. Let's predict this matchup. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it really, you know, I don't think it matters with <laughs> whether whether he picks up guys off the waiver wire or not. I think um, Cupid Express is going to take care of business, and with with Pat Pat Mahomes, I, what did what did Mahomes score last week? Oh, they had a buy last uh, week. Zero. Yeah, forty one the week before, fifty two the week before that. So he's been on a bit of a tear. Nine touchdowns in the last two games. Um, so I I think Cupid Express uh, will win and beat Big Poppy. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's been good this year. Nine touchdowns. Tied for the league league. Uh, yeah, it's just too much to overcome. They're going to win. And they that means the Cupid Express. Yeah. Make it a sweep. And I don't think it'll be close. Uh, in fact, this will be my triple play. Triple play. Well, let's take it into the final matchup of the week. We've got one Stewart Head coming off of a, a nail biter of a of a tie versus one David Cupid the second. And let's see what you guys are projected for. So you guys have had two players go, two pretty important players, both on the Cardinals. Uh, we've got Kyler Murray, who hasn't had a terrible week, but subpar considering he was projected for 30 points and he's at 22. Still nine minutes left in the game, so he could easily uh, eclipse that still. Uh, but I think the bigger story is David went ahead and ran Kenyon Drake out there at the running back position with a projection of 13.5, and he already has 15.1. So uh, that's a pretty uh, significant victory for David just on Thursday night, unless Kyler does something amazing, which he's always capable of to wrap out uh, to wrap up the game. It this is actually the closest projection. Uh, right now, as it stands, David's projected for 157.1, and Stewart's projected for 156.9. Uh, am I allowed to predict a tie? Am, can I do that? <laughs> I, yeah, I hope you do, and then we can water bet it. <laughs> I won't. I'll just stick with uh, my gut instinct here and go with Raiders of the Lost Chark for the victory. Well, I, that doesn't surprise me at all, especially since you had me at number nine in the power rankings. What did you have, David, in the power rankings? I believe I had like him at two? three. Three, yeah, yeah. 
makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, I stay true to my board. Yeah, makes sense that you would pick David, who's. Uh, I think that projection just changed. It's now uh, 156.4 to 156.9. Yeah, so it's shifting uh, more in David's favor? No. He just lost. It was it was by 0. .2. Yeah, it's shifting in my favor. It's still shifting in his favor. Whether the points are going down at total or not, he's getting a bigger spread on you. It's now 0. .8. Do you know? Point. So let's do some simple <laughs> I can't hey, even do listen, it. I can't I, I do, do it. I do I do standard deviations in my sleep now, okay? <laughs> Don't talk to me about math. <laughs> you couldn't figure out where your two points had gone for hours and were freaking out. <laughs> well, it's because the app doesn't show it is why. <laughs> go on, go ahead and so tell I'm me like, tell me how you're gonna be David. Oh. Well, Kyler is, uh, hopefully, if they can get the ball back, <laughs> is going to throw uh, another Hail Mary 50-yard touchdown pass. So that'll be fun. So that'll add some points to my total. But um, Pittsburgh is has a favorable matchup this week um, against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I think that Connor and Juju will both have big games. I'm very excited to see how my tight end will do, uh, how many touchdown passes he will throw. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was really, oh, I was hoping he was going to be named the starting quarterback. <laughs> I was like, oh, it would have just made my day. But um, And then, you know, uh, the other big, X factor for me, Mike Davis is going up against Detroit. Uh, Detroit's defense is not very good, uh, especially against the run. I think Mike Davis will have a big game. I think he will have a big game. Potentially even, uh, he's projected for 18. He, I think he might get more than that. He's really struggled the last several weeks, and so I'm excited to see them start feeding him the ball again, get him 15 to 20 touches, and... Um, work 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 is Mike Davis magic that we've all grown to grown to know and love over the years. Yeah, you didn't sway me at all. Go ahead, David. Why are you gonna win? Uh well I've got I actually picked Stewart to beat me. Oh <laughs> are you regretting <laughs> that? Well yeah let me explain it. The re- the reason I did I this is gonna be a close matchup. Um as you can tell by the projections already. The reason I did that is Kyler was projected for thirty or twenty nine or something like that. I, if you would have told me over under his projection, I would have said way over. I was projecting Kyler to do 40 points against the Seattle defense that's given up a ton of passing yards. Um, And for him to only do 22, so if you would have told me he's going to do less than that, I would have picked myself. I just didn't think that was going to happen. You can Um, still change it. Oh, well, if I could change it, I would pick myself here. Sure, will you allow that? Only if uh, we water bet. Okay. (laughs) Oh, hold on. Let me get to the drop. This is great. So is this just a straight up win? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and if it's a tie, we both get to... Go ahead. If it's a tie, what? Then we 
get to water you. <laughs> okay. And if if it's not a tie, I get to water you both. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great. Uh, yeah, I uh, now that Kyler, if he if he ends up doing <laughs> like he has, hopefully they can just keep the ball away because it would be a win with Kenyon Drake having fifteen. I actually didn't want to play Kenyon Drake. Um, I might wouldn't have played him had it not been for a couple of my players being questionable. Um, you have actually maybe convinced me to play Deontay Johnson, Stewart, um, since you think that uh, Pittsburgh's going to be doing so awesome. Um, so that'll be a big I, thing. I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. I got got some time here, but uh, I. Uh, who would you Who would you take out, Thomas? Kenny. Uh, I don't Holiday. think Holiday's going to play. Um, but, I mean, I so my ideal lineup would have probably had Ridley, Galladay, and Thomas in it. Not even Deontay, but I don't know. We'll I, thought you, I thought you had Ridley in earlier today, didn't you? I did. I, that's what I'm saying. I've been going back and forth. I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game today, and I thought Drake might have had a chance for a goal-line opportunity, which he did in the score of one, so... You know, um, since since Stewart has a quarterback in at tight end, David, I think you're allowed to start your quarterback at tight end. So go ahead and put Brady in at tight end. I'll I'll okay it. And oh man, how how different would our league be if we had a, what that you call the super flex where you lock QBs? Oh, everything would flip on its head. Quarterback would be the most valued position. It would be amazing, right? Yep. We would have. There might be like 250 point scores if that were the case. Um, anyway, not pro- not uh, proposing that, by the way. Uh, yeah, I like uh, myself to win. I think it's going to be uh, Michael Thomas going against Atlanta. I like him to get back on track. Herbert, Herbert uh, going against the Jets. He's, uh, he's going to do what I uh, brought him over to do, and that's uh, destroy the competition. So I expect nothing less. I expect him to do it to Stewart, and I'm going to beat Stewart. Hmm. Well, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Any final words before we leave the show? If you had to uh, make a prediction right now on who who will win our league, who would you pick? I, I think a better question is what would, what would be the odds that you would place if you were Vegas? Oh my gosh! Did you see Scarborough? He just folded in half. Um, yeah, I mean, Jonathan's got fifteen to two odds. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would take those. I'd take those betting odds first off because the odds are so great. But once you get in, you never know what could happen. Exactly right. Because uh, all that matters is what you do that week. Your previous record has nothing to do with it anymore. I mean, uh, you have to, you have to like to Jonathan's point. You have to like Jackson because Jackson most likely will get his pick of who he wants to play in week one, which is a huge advantage um, where he gets to look at matchups. I think, and he's already got a good team on top of that. Um, and so, it, you know, he would be the betting favorite if I had to guess to put one to kind of answer your question, Stuart. I do think there's probably six teams that could. I mean. To Jonathan's point, there's eight teams that could win it, and I, that's honestly a true statement. I think um, I think Preston's a dark horse to win. I don't even know if you'd want to call him a dark horse. He's probably one of the favorites to win. 
um, unfortunately, because his team is so deep. Uh, and I, 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 I like any team with Mahomes and Tyreek on it. If he, if your dad got right at running back in any way, I think he'd be able to repeat as champion. So there's a couple, man. There's a couple. Jackson's probably the favorite though, to answer your question. What do you think, Stewart? Yeah, I mean, Jackson's the obvious favorite in my opinion. Um, I... I really, I would not, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Mike Searles. I, I mean, I know, obviously, I'm not going just off of our power rankings, but I know that that was something that has been a huge, you know, it's been a huge surprise and a huge, uh, man, just turnaround for him. He's He has a really good team. Um, but I'll say this. If I make it into the playoffs... Uh-oh. Everybody, everybody better watch out. Is that supposed to play a drop? Because I, because I. <laughs> I will win. I will win it all. I will win it all. Yeah, you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> 